You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. Sunday. Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Leaf. What's up, guys? Glad to be here. We have a great show for you today. But first, before we jump into our guests here with us, we're going to just say a special thank you to our sponsors, 710, for providing us with some dope weed and also Hemper with these Das Boots and the Sherlock Pipes. Some pretty oh, cool yes. stuff. Oh, yes. Thank you to all our sponsors, Canvas Now included also, and the network, Hayes Radio. And uh, let's get in today. We're here with Shay and Mikey. How are you guys? And uh, we're going to let them intro- we really introduce themselves to you guys. So please, they'll probably do a better job than we can. <laughs> hey, guys. Thanks for having us. My name's Shay. This is Mikey Kush. Yeah, thanks for uh, having us in today, guys. Uh, we're excited to share with you what we got coming up and some of the projects we're working with. and. Cool, yeah. I definitely want to jump into that. I know we were speaking a little bit before we jumped on the show, and uh, you guys were talking about some great stuff you have coming up, if you want to mention uh, mention that. Yeah, I guess uh, I'll just hop in there. We got uh, we got uh, the first only uh, licensed business-to-business trade show coming up. It's called Network. Um, in Los Angeles. Network. Yeah, in Los Angeles. So, I mean, that's – thanks, Mikey. Yeah, the, <laughs> I think it's really Always rad. important to know where it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, what's different about this show, you know, everybody asks, hey, what's so different about this show? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we're really just focusing on the ROI for the brands. Mm-hmm. We realized where the marketplace was the last couple of years, and we realized and listened what these brands need is they need their ROI. So this show is a, is a, it's a private event. Um, mm-hmm. It's invite only. We're running it really, um, you know, pre-registration, and we want to make sure the right people are there. The whole goal of this event is to connect the dots from retail to brands. And good. Good. Uh, you know, just connect the dots, you know, and at the end of the day, you know, these brands, you know, need to pull together. I think, uh, you know, our partner who is not here today, Nam, you know, he said it best, you know, in this landscape, we really have to kind of look out for the legacy brands, look out for each other. Oh, yeah. And, you know, that's kind of what we're doing for this show. We we all have brands ourselves as well. So mm-hmm. we really know what's needed at these events. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of the other events out there have just turned it into like a circus, and you know, dog and yeah. shoney po. How many tickets can we sell? Mm-hmm. Our whole goal is to tic- sell tickets. Mm-hmm. How many know? brads and chats can we get? Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. How many me twos? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that was my uh, reaction to like the first big show that I went to. I was like, this doesn't really feel uh, like what a cannabis event should feel like, what it should look like. It was just everything but that. And yeah, uh, yeah so if you want to talk about nothing but fire, I know we were talking about it a little bit before, yeah. but like, what's it all about and you know, tell it has one, the same message we're talking about. Should, should be like. Yeah. So because of what you said mm-hmm. is why I got inspired to throw my show. Right. Um, I come back from the old days when you would see your friends once or twice a year at the High Times Cannabis Cup mm-hmm. or Chalice from back in the day with Dougie from Hitman. Yep. And you would see all your friends that one three-day period mm-hmm. and you'd have a blast. Yeah. And there was a competition and stuff, but it was still, you know, it was fun. So there hadn't been one for a long time. And I was like, you know what? I was at uh, Burning Trees. Uh, my boy blew through that event on from yeah. Cannabis Talk One, Cannabis Talk 101. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, I was driving a golf cart and I was on a walkie-talkie. And I was like, I fucking love this shit. I have to throw. You actually <laughs> called me, dude. I did. I called him from, I called him from the from the cart. And I was like, dude, I'm gonna, I want to throw my show. And I want to throw my competition. He yeah. goes, fucking do it. Mm-hmm. And um, so then I started going. Um, I... Through the competition, November 
nineteenth. Um, the brands that were there was uh, Wonder Breath Originals, Cali Kush Farm, West Coast Cure, Kush Co, Lumpies, CBX, Dime Industries, Top Shelf Cultivation, Ted's Buds, Rollies, uh, Delacram, Pistol Whip, Frozen. Um, I mean, the list goes on. Yeah, but list the is reality crazy. was, yeah, it's like when I showed up to it, it was like it felt like an old like school event, but it was all legal licensed. Like everything that's what, everything yeah. what's lacking in this new this new age now. Well, I wanted to bring together all the best of the best and, and the community and, that you like to share it with. And you like if you were too corporate-y, like I wasn't I wasn't taking your money. <laughs> yeah, like, it wasn't about <laughs> this. Mm-hmm. Mine's not about money. I'm even trying to find the best possible weed I can find. Nothing but fire. Nothing, Nothing but fire. fire. There yeah. you go. That's why the name is so perfect. That's awesome. Yeah. It appears like I, I, I think like what you were trying to touch on before here was uh, this event feels like the backroom cannabis events that <laughs> we are kind of accustomed and used to, but on a slightly upgraded though, but, slightly on, but on a professional yeah. level, hundred percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, the way I look at it is, I came from the action sports industry. I mean, I was the guy behind Metal Militia, Affliction, a lot of yeah. these big brands in mm-hmm. SoCal and. We'd have a lot of shows called ASR and Agenda, and mm-hmm. these shows were were big for us. These were network events where you would see the buyer from Tilly's or the buyer from PacSun or so-and-so <laughs> was walking by, and you'd pull them into your booth. You would yeah. try to get that account. And so what I see at these other shows is I don't see that interaction as much. I just see it more as like kind of like come get a free pre-roll, come get your free T-shirt, come get your free thing. There's no connection with the brands, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And so at our show this year too is we're opening it to all the bud tenders for free because I feel like those are an integral part of our industry. They're the frontline yes. workers for us. Oh, yes. We talk about this on every show. The oh, bud man. tenders. It's They're so like overlooked. The bud tenders, right. So overlooked. And the reality is is like – you know, some a couple brands asked me, they're like, well, why do we want the bud tenders there? I want only buyers and managers. I said, look at it like this. Nah. Let's <laughs> wrong. say, wrong, let's wrong. throw wrong. a brand out mm-hmm. since we got mm-hmm. Kushko here, right? They're great. We love them. We smoke them all the time, right? Yeah. What if that shop's not carrying it, but the bud tender there goes to the next dispensary and buys Kushko because he knows how good it is and he smokes it. And mm-hmm. then he takes his manager on lunch and they go smoke that pre-roll. Yeah. And the guy's like, what is this? He's like, that's Kushko OG. That's Sour Power OG. Oh, wow. This is the company I've been telling you about. So that that's the power right there. When the, the bud tender tells the manager and dispensary owner or whoever is making the shots, mm-hmm. this is who you got to carry. That's because they're connected to the brand. And that's where we're really trying to connect those dots. And that's like, I feel like a missing link right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, when I was yeah, the manager, totally. I was the GM over at Buddha for my buddy Franco Oh yeah, in downtown. And I would always get stuff for the staff. Mm-hmm. And whatever brand we were pushing, I was always smoking it. And then they <laughs> wouldn't push it. Exactly. Because you have to yeah. know what you're selling. Like that that's the thing we talk about all the time. It's like there need, definitely needs to be more educa- education to help the consumer otherwise it's like you're just pushing it for a sale you know what i mean it's like where we're, yeah, we've, and, we've lost that and these bud tenders in these dispensaries are not so much educated on the products that they're selling but more on the price points of those products yeah that too yeah and it's 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 just not it's it's not a sustainable model if you to didn't have. smoke weed you couldn't be a bud tender of mine no you should like, that's not how that works mm-hmm. no that's like going to like a top of the line steakhouse and getting a waiter who's a vegan. vegan. Yeah. <laughs> no offense to vegans. Yeah, no, definitely but. no offense. I like, love how we were thinking the same exact thing yeah, right there. I, I like steak. Yeah. But like, <laughs> but like when you're at a restaurant and so waiter or waitress right recommends something on the menu, one of the first questions you probably ask like, "Oh, have you tried it?" Yeah. And stuff like that. And if they go no, well, like, how can you recommend it if you've never tried it? <laughs> or a lot of times too is like. 
something I'm seeing a lot, and it's not me hating on anything. I've just been a part of the industry on so many angles and levels, but everything's incentivized, right? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. a lot of these top brands, if you're the top three, top five brand, you're incentivizing that store to sell your product. Mm -hmm. Let's get real. Is it good? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe. Yeah, you never. But you don't know. if that bud tender is incentivized to sell that, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what they're gonna. gonna sell? That's what they're gonna push. And I think that's where like the industry it depends on price. That's point, where though, right. It does too, but mm-hmm. that's where like, we're bringing it back and changing the game by bringing mm-hmm. these bud tenders into that network of real OG people: Kushko, Pistol Whips, Wonder Bretts, Originals, Cures, Originals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's where like sometimes brands don't really get through the threshold of the manager or the buyer sometimes it's just it is what it is right yeah yeah, some really good brands get lost and just can't get that that space or you know let's be real the corporate industries out there are really trying to get rid of the mom paws yeah no and how do you compete in this marketplace Mm -hmm. it's it's almost impossible because these mom paw shops are living from harvest to harvest like we talked about these big corporate companies can harvest and grow stuff all year round and how do you compete with that when you're you're trying to craft a product that is not just a recreational product but also medicine for a lot of people out there so that's what brings us back to our event you know we Mm -hmm. have the network event when when you know we're bringing you know here's another thing we're doing too we're bringing in buyers from norcal that are part of like let's say cola's group who has nine retail dispensaries up in the bay and sacramento area and so we're bringing them in. We're flying in, you know, groups from NorCal because there's a lot of brands in SoCal that don't have no NorCal presence. Right. And for them to show up to our show and be able to meet somebody like that and get in a nine, ten store chain, that one contact alone was worth the show for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. that's like the network that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. That's the stuff that me and Mike have been a part of 25 plus years going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I told you guys before we got on the show here, like people like us live off of our name. We, we, we show up and when like literally like no disrespect, me and Mike always joke about it. Like we looked at our deck a couple times and we've had to refine it and we're like, mm-hmm. yeah, bro, we're not selling a deck, Mike. It's us. It is us nice. calling these industry other homies that we've known and we've grown with. And they're like, Mike, you in on it? Yep. Okay. I'm in on it. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's the stuff that you can't write in a book or put it on, you know, a piece of paper. Yeah, yeah of I think it all starts with networking. Like you said, for someone to come to an event like yours and, and make like one contact, it was worth the trip because now you've just brought all of that back to wherever you're coming from. Well, that's well, the business part. Okay, mm-hmm. That's the part that yeah. is always good. But hold on a second. So the part that got me fired up and once I was full bore oh, yeah. Yeah. was when once I got the after party. Yeah. Okay. So ah, yes. here's the deal. Because I'm a part of this show, mm-hmm. I can't focus on the after party. I'm a party guy. Mm-hmm. Obviously, my, nothing but party. <laughs> it was a party <laughs> with a competition attached to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. So we got John from Cannabis Capital to partner up with us. Okay. And he mm-hmm. got a venue because of uh, Mike from Dime. Mm-hmm. Dime Industries, Dime Time. Yep. And it's a three-story building. The second story, you can smoke. The third story, you can... It's a rooftop. You can... Uh, smoke and drink and then the first floor is a restaurant so my vision for the network is 10 to 7 bud tenders everyone comes whoever's Mm -hmm. allowed to come and not everyone can come because it just can't happen right you gotta keep it exclusive a little bit yeah it Mm -hmm. just has to be you have to be a bud tender there has to be a reason for you to be there yeah and if not then what are you doing there be there Mm -hmm. just to smoke like you're not we're not trying to have people just get a bunch of free weed that's not the purpose Mm -hmm. i'd rather have it be a little bit emptier Mm -hmm. and then get business done and then guess what that's why we're throwing a party and Mm -hmm. you can come to the party 
and yeah. everyone can come to the party. We just want the right people at our event. You know what I mean? Our yeah. event doesn't have to be popping and people out yeah. the door and arm to arm, right? Yeah, yeah. But the party yeah. Yeah. needs to you be want, the right people. But the yeah, party, the party does, 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 baby. The party Let's does. go. The event is for quality over quantity 100%. connection. Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's the network versus cannabis trade show. The yep. party where it's just like, let's get everybody here and let's have a good time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I the, like that. We've gotten a balance. lot of good feedback. I mean, I'll be honest, like a lot of retailers are reaching out like, dude, this is cool model. This is awesome. Yeah. You guys are, this is really cool. Like, why hasn't anybody done this before? Mm -hmm. <laughs> We're sitting here mm -hmm. thinking like, ah, oh, well, it took Jay, Mike, and Nam to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it took our other partner well, that's not here. It took him like nine months oh, yeah. to get the license. Let's talk about that. Oh, no, yeah. yeah, definitely. What yeah. was it like acquiring and setting all this up? I mean, there's a lot of road up to this, as yeah. you guys know. Right. Mm -hmm. So our partner, Nam, he's he's uh, runs a distro, Goodfellas, um, down in Orange County. Come see us. Ask for Shay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, he's our boy. Um, he runs a very successful. He's Dude, he's a real OG. He's, like I was telling Mike, we're on a message thread. I'm like, we got to protect each other. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, like, when you have a good soul and you have good ethics, mm -hmm. like, those mm -hmm. are the people you protect, you know? Yeah. And so in this cannabis space, there's none of that around anymore, you know? So having a partner like him was blessings, you know? Like, he really has a lot of the structure down. He really, he was grandfathered in with his license. He he oh. had this permitted, like, I think a year ago, oh. like way yeah. early on before we even thought about the idea of the trade show. He already had the license. He, he He's in events. He does a lot of other events. Mm -hmm. Hot Dogs and Handrails is one of his thing so he does a lot it's of a snowboarding events. thing yeah it's wow. a snow he's, he's an action Very sports cool. guy we're all action sports guys oh, you know awesome. so okay. um long story short um he got grandfather in this license we got blessing by the fire marshal he's got everything done all the i's are dotted all the t's are crossed mm -hmm. you know there's nothing here that's going to trip us up you know yeah. at the end of the day you know he's very by the book when it comes <laughs> to that <laughs> funny story that's that's how he pulled me on so for my event for nothing but fire he's seen how i thrown it yeah and he was like Fuck, this fucker's gonna win no matter what. Let me yep. take him under my wing a little bit, give him a little <laughs> structure. No what. Hey, and the first thing goes, he saw the potential. He's like, you know how easy it is to permit? I go, no, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I would have hired someone or I pay people, then I lose whatever. No. Yeah. He's mm -hmm. like, let me show you. And then he had me jump on network, and there's mm -hmm. lots and lots of meetings that. That you know, I have ADD, so it's tough for me to sit there long. Yeah, you're but, doing a good job, Mike. Join the here right now because <laughs> <laughs> we're smoking He's weed. He's touched everything because oh, yeah, <laughs> we're smoking weed right now. Yeah, yeah. We can't smoke weed in the Definitely, office. Definitely, that's what yeah. we're oh, for. Oh, that's true. We gotta fix it. Our next thing is we're getting our own office. <laughs> yeah, like we can't. Oh, I yeah. can't not smoke. Like mm -hmm. that's why I can get stuck somewhere because I can smoke weed and whatever. Oh, we can't smoke weed here. All right, I got like 30 minutes. Uh, All right, cool. Yeah. I got to go. It's outside. a legal license facility, back. so yeah. let's get that on the record. We don't smoke weed there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you don't. Yeah, Do so. everything by the book. Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially with, with Papa Nam, so you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Nam's, are, Nam's very by the book, which is awesome because that's why. We need it. That's yeah. That's the structure that I needed, and it's the yin of the yang of like, our partnership. So yeah. it's mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, but it's like, and also be taken seriously by these brands, like, you, you have to do things by the book. Yeah, because I mean, a lot of them don't like, yeah, like there's <laughs> things that still go on in back rooms and stuff like that with some people. But for the most part, I think everybody really wants to try and do the right thing and gain that reputation and get that stigma away from the cannabis industry that 
everything's done in like a back I just room do and it's still shady and all and that media stuff. And production. Yeah. Well, we just did Blunts and Birdies last week. <laughs> yeah. Nam put that on and we all yeah. played. I caught second place. Longest drive. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a great show. A lot great, of great show. turnout. That was a great show. Great sponsors. <clears throat> Everything was great. So, you know, that we're one talking had about... normal people. So I had like Callaway and like yep. it was uh, mm-hmm. Weed for Warriors was the... Yeah, uh, they, they were the main sponsor. Uh, oh, okay. That's, that's cool. what we they were talking about Weed for Warriors, weren't we, yeah, on our past show? Yeah, it was a great turnout. And and I think, you know, back to bringing this full circle, it's about our network, right, and who yeah. we are. And people know that Nam puts on good productions and follows through, and not only with his business and his distribution at Goodfellas, but his ancillary businesses as well. And I think that's the type of people you want to do business with. Yeah, and, of course. You know, mm-hmm. there were so many people that were on board that really didn't even need a deck or need anything. They just, we called them and we're like, hey, we're doing this. Okay, you think it's it, right? Yep, we're in. Boom. All right, done. Zotics, cool. shout out to Zotics. Mad yep. love to you, bro. He was he's one of the ones that like our partner just we, I, I love I love him because he's the way we are. Mm-hmm. And it just drives our partner crazy because he's like, you need to get the email and you need to get the first contract name and, like, and contract. And I was like, uh, Nam, I have cash and uh, we don't have his logo. We have none of that. So <laughs> like, yes, I understand yeah. that's the part we need yeah. and that's the structure I need. But, you know. That's mm-hmm. when you, I need you guys to come in and like get his email. Here's the number. Get his email. Like, when I, you yeah. Have, yeah. When you have the network and like people know you and trust you, it's like, yeah, why wouldn't I work with this person? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. what else you need? Mikey and Brandon from the originals. Dude, I love those guys. They yeah. also won uh, Nothing But Fire. They won two Correct. trophies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frozen won a bunch of trophies. Wonder Brett won a bunch of trophies. Callie Kush Farm won a bunch of trophies. Like these are guys that like I'm mad love for them. They just, they're like, oh, you're doing Lumpies. Another one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just hopped on board. Yeah, they just Kushko. I mean, top shelf. Wosi, whoa. Yeah, dude. I don't know if you guys have you guys smoked the Wosi. No, we haven't. All right, I'm gonna bust something out. I I know I got a pre roll somewhere. I'm telling you, I'm a weed smoker my whole life. Like we were talking, my first words as a kid were pass it to me. Pass it to. Yeah, I was asking him what his first experience with cannabis was, and that was too funny. Yeah, love asking that on here. So, like, what? I'm a, I'm a, like a weed head, you know, and like my family was in weed too. So my aunt played on the LPGA, a professional golfer, and she'd get mm-hmm. off the airport and get into the car. And what's the first thing you guys do when you get off the airport? Of course. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so little me in the back seat, two and a half, three years old, probably sitting there and my mom and my aunt were, pass it to me, pass it to me, okay. pass it to me. And the next thing they heard, pass it to me. And that was oh me as God. a baby that in the back seat funny. saying, pass it to me, you <laughs> know. Shit. That's, then, the, you know. That's the best one yet. That's very that, funny. Obviously, that's, I took oh my, my dad's weed and sold it in high school. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Like, come on. I got a little smarter as we yeah, got older. Really, <laughs> realized what funny. it was and what it could be used for. Oh, absolutely. You were meant to be in this and to... Yeah, you know what? I love the plant. I know the plants. I don't drink, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, This is the way I get through life. Makes me a better person. Mm -hmm. Some people think about it differently, but Mm -hmm. I know what works for me. What works for other people is what works for other people. But this plant... It speaks to us, guys. Like, come on, let's get real. The, the benefits. Plan, I got into this really heavy because I was helping. Shout out to Luke the Brave. He passed away many years ago, but he was a great soul. I would grow CBD, um, Canatonic, Tsunami, mm-hmm. a bunch of like, remember Swerve from back in the high times days? I don't know if you oh, guys yeah. do, but this is 2010, 2012, mm-hmm. way a long time ago. You're old. Yeah, yeah, I know. But <laughs> he, he's, he gifted me some CBD, right? And uh-huh. so what? I would grow the CBD. What? And I would extract it for Luke. And like Chris from G-Pen was a huge, uh, Jared from West Coast Cure, Chris from G-Pen, 
Uh, Jimmy Diamonds from San Diego, he owned CCW. It was like a, it was a dispensary at the time. But anyways, we all pulled together for this kid, and he had endometriosis is where, like, his skin doesn't attach to his, oh, his, yeah, his, yeah. his muscles. Oh so he's God. in constant bandages, sores, oh bandages. God. His whole life, he, he lived, I think, to 22. Don't quote me on that, but around mm-hmm. there. And... I remember like every like he was so genuine. There was a day my dog had a surgery and I came over and mind you, the guy's probably on his deathbed and he was more worried about my dog than him. Mm. And so the compassion of this industry fires my soul to like keep pushing for people like him that was so passionate about cannabis and use cannabis. Mm-hmm. He got off of like they were giving him oxycon, all kinds of things. You can only imagine what the Western medicine gave him, right? Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah. And so Chris from G Pen donated a fucking juice machine for him, right? And mm-hmm. I'd give him all the C B D leaves. He'd juice the C B D leaves. Um I made him like C B D shatter because he liked to dab. Um, you know, like that was why yeah. I got passionate about cannabis. That 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 was my come to Jesus moment, my I heart like Luke the Brave. And mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of people awesome. out there that know of him and I know they know his story and he was really early on and I like to tell it right now because he needs to still be in our hearts. He still mm-hmm. needs yeah. to be out here. There's people he he would be here supporting us, you know, and that's you're going way back, bro. This oh, yeah. is recreational yeah. times. Like oh, if you're talking about that, that I'm talking about like back when uh I was working at I, I forget what shop it was, but it was for Habibi, mm-hmm. uh OGJ crew. And uh, there was a lady, her name was Rebecca Graves. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget this lady. Like the first time she had to be carried, we fucking didn't have an uh, elevator because with the only <laughs> shithole part, the yep. place they'll give us oh. was two stories yep. up. Mm-hmm. So you and, carried her in. And and he carried her up there. That's wow. And after wow. and after a month of her getting medicine, mm-hmm. she still couldn't walk, but she had a walker and she didn't need him to be carried up. That's yeah, awesome. she, and it was she crazy. The assistance anymore. It was one of the, yeah, it was one of those things that I was like, oh my God, yeah. like I can't. There's something different about this, this plant. You can't yeah. deny it. Yeah, yeah. No, and like a, another one was um, there was a a gay couple. And this one I remember because it was a uh, Trichome Healing Caregivers on Sherman Way in Van Nuys. Sherman, yeah. mm-hmm. Okay, and I remember this 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 guy would come every day. One of them smoked. One of them didn't. Um, he got diagnosed with uh, AIDS and he was dying, and he would come all the time. Mm-hmm. And then one day I I just remember showing up and I'm like. He hasn't shown up today. Mm-hmm. Two, three days mm-hmm. go by. Week goes by, and I was like, fuck, is he cheating on us? The fuck's going on? <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, he can't fucking go somewhere right. else. Like, you know what I mean? And then finally his partner came in and goes, Hey, just to let you guys know, I really appreciate it. That every time he would be in pain, he would come and he couldn't wait to come yeah. to you guys. Because mm-hmm. for 30 minutes after he visited you guys, he had no pain every day. And it was just thing. like crazy. It all of us got teary eyed, and we're just mm-hmm. like, "Oh yeah, it's something in my eye." You know what I mean? But like, it was <laughs> oh, one of those geez. things that it was like, like I, 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 I saw this guy every day. Like, mm-hmm. and his family shunned him because he was gay. Um, like, and yeah. you know, it was one of those things that. And then he had AIDS. He was dying, and they just still didn't give a fuck. It was crazy, and wow. he, we saw him every day. Yeah, mm-hmm. like every day. And we you saw, saw the him. progress. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. we would talk to him, and That's like, awesome. and it was just crazy. It was one of those things. Like, oh, it was very sad. Yeah, I guess those. it's the relationships you build from the plant. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. That's, that's what, what it's all about, where the passion all go comes back from. It yeah, really when you is. mentioned juicing uh, before, I didn't know anything about that. And we had a guest on here, shout out to Jesse Barney, and he mm-hmm. spoke about a, a friend who um, it would take like 15 minutes for him to walk a couple feet to the bathroom. Oh, and he yeah. had CP and he started juicing. Actually, his neighbor came over and was like, you're juicing cannabis. You're uh, not saying no anymore. Yeah. This is what's fucking happening. Like, oh, sorry, not sorry. Yeah. And yeah. he started doing it, put it in his smoothie, and like he was walking 30 minutes around the block. Like, that's wow. fucking incredible. Wow. wow. 
That like, is crazy. Yeah, like, it's, it's wild. It's insane. And like uh, another guest we had, had on here, uh, Doc Ray from Doc Ray Genetics, and he was talking about Dr. how- Dr. Raven? No, Doc Ray. Oh, Doc Ray. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was talking about how he's been doing work for decades with kids with seizures and everything like that and veterans with PTSD mm-hmm. and everything. And just, just the, uh, the benefit that they've been- getting from this plant is just amazing yeah that's why you know on the blunts and birdies you know the whole call to action was to donate all that you know back to charity we yeah. warriors you mm-hmm. know at the end of the day like let's get real western medicine is just pushing these pharmaceuticals down people's throats mm-hmm. you know i agree and this we can all grow in our yeah. garage or spare bedroom and you know use it to help some of ourself. us can grow some of us can yeah, grow. yeah yeah Mike, yeah it's not nothing us. but fire this you is medicine can, now you can try to grow yeah yeah, you yeah. Can have you guys it. grown here's the deal. before have you guys here's the deal i have failed at growing like 22 times okay? <laughs> <laughs> i feel like it's a common theme when we ask people yeah, to however grow. Like, here's the deal if you're a grower you got to be perfect for four months yes yeah. you do. i learned how to make wax and i won a cannabis trophy Shout out to Wheezy Dabs, fucking um, Superior Extracts. He's the one who taught me. Mm-hmm. Um, and and shout out to Dougie because we learned at his house. Um, <laughs> and you know what I mean. And we did the hardcore OG back then, and it was it was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but you only got to be perfect for fifty hours. Yeah, I could be perfect for fifty, 50 hours. hours. Yeah, four months. Four months. Like, holy shit. Are you yeah, kidding? Like, like no. back then, I was single. Don't get mad, Lisa. So back then, <laughs> I was single, and like I had the mother in my bedroom and i couldn't take chicks to my room because the mommies were in there and the lights yeah. in there and then like you know yeah and it was oh just, my god it's just one of those things that you do a lot of sacrifices for the plant well, let's just say you do it's a lifestyle 100 it's a lifestyle right. growing yeah. i mean mm-hmm. yeah we were just talking on the drive up here i mean i'm from san clemente so it's it was a, like two and a half hour drive <laughs> oh wow i'm talking to mike I got a lot of time hour, to talk though. an hour of it you know and we were just rapping about old stories you know just like the one he told you about you know and Man, it's just like you said, this plant, like it's like the days, like you said, like, have you grown? Like, yeah, man, I've, mm-hmm. I've grown in private gate guarded houses like this, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. that are very nice and big and that have neighbors and you're like, Hey neighbor, how's it going? Hey, you know, and it's like, Oh, Hey Shay, how are you? Yeah. And like, I had like three or four houses going. And yeah. I have three or four different stories to tell. <laughs> three or four different <laughs> trash drops to go do. Yeah, oh my um, God. And mind you, this is early 2000s. You know, like, mm-hmm. you're still going, you're going to jail for this shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. A totally like, they're fucking, time. dude, when they bust your house and they pull out weed plants and the whole neighborhood sees mm-hmm. it on the register, they're like, he's a bad guy. Oh, yeah. 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 You he's know, a bad guy. mind he's you, a could, half of it could have been CBD, which yeah. doesn't matter. So I mean, my friend Miko mm-hmm. was like, you guys were pioneers. And I just started laughing. I'm like, oh, man. That's true, though. You know, yeah. we've just we just paved the way, and yeah. I feel like we've carried the torch to keep the will, mm-hmm. right? Because yes. like anybody could do what we do, right? Some people do it better than others, some do it least, you know, less than yeah. others. But yeah. the reality is, is like we kept that will, we kept it alive for the next generations to keep coming. Like mm-hmm. I look at like some of these youngsters that are up, and like some of these guys that are killing it and crushing it with some of these brands, and I'm like, wow, like. That's awesome, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like no hate, all love, right? Yeah, it's just exactly. Like, yeah. People, it's there's cool. some new brands coming out are doing amazing things out there. And you yeah. want to see people that like you you connect with and stuff do well. Mm-hmm. You want to <laughs> keep getting them to the next level. That's what it's all about. Absolutely. We got to progress as the industry, right? Yeah, yeah. of course. I think that's, you know, that's. Progression you know, is key. Oh, man. Tell me about it. It's like we're not at war with each other, you know? No. Mm-hmm. Like we could all choose. We're all going to choose a different pre-roll. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we're all going to choose a different. We're all going to choose a different strain. We're yeah. all going to 
choose a different way of consumption and it just what all works for us but that's what's great about the plant that it comes in all these different forms yeah it's no one size for everybody all. i'm definitely yep. not an edible person yeah, either am I. Not, neither is Alec. Yeah, I neither mean like I. old joints. That's you know what? I wasn't either, guys. But, but the older I'm getting now, my body's creeping on me, and I became yeah. more of an edible guy at night. Like I'll zonk myself like with edibles because oh, okay. like I'm not oh, into like taking painkillers or yeah, like, yeah, even, like no, I try not to do as much aspirin and stuff if I don't yeah. have to. But yeah. like, makes sense. I'll go. You know, uh, shout out to Moods. Uh, you know, a sponsor in our event. They have this spray. It's a, it's a canister, and it's like the old school banaca. Oh, you know, I probably got one in my backpack, but you know, so you put that on your tongue, but what's rad about that is the bioavailability of it is so much quicker because it goes straight to your bloodstream. It doesn't get eaten up in your Mm -hmm. intestinal tract. Well, the hat that I'm wearing is Just Jay and um, that's my girlfriend's brand and she's been working on a um, live resin disposable and yes, I stole it from her Mm -hmm. and then (laughs) because I, look, here's the deal. If I grab something from you, Take that note and figure out what it was because that means that I fucking liked it enough mm-hmm. that I'm yeah. like, fuck, this is mine. This is a good and idea. so what happened was is I took it, I hit it, and I was like, oh, shit, your fucking pen got me high. What the fuck is in here? <laughs> Tell me more, please. Yeah, and then she's yeah. like, oh, yeah, that's she's got a scientist and, like, mm-hmm. whatever. They're working on stuff and formulation and all kinds of stuff. But mm-hmm. it was so good that I was like, huh, she fucking did it. So, and it's one of those things that, like, you can't take a fucking this and this. By the way, at some point, you got to warm up a dab. And, like, all this stuff, Mm -hmm. when you're going to Disneyland. Right. Like, they don't even let you smoke cigarettes at Disneyland anymore. So, like, I worked there for a couple months. So, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and it's crazy. So, I'm always like, sir, sir, you need to put that cigarette out. I was like, yeah. I'm putting it out right now. Yeah. As I'm, <laughs> as I'm all on to one suck smoke. Half of it down. <laughs> it's not a joint, Mike. <laughs> He's gonna cut that, guys. Don't worry. We're working on this one. Hey, no there's there's rides at Disneyland that you can smoke a joint, okay? And if you're good, you know where to go. <laughs> and okay? you know how to puff it. Yeah, because I'm gonna tell you right now, like I've I've been smoking since you could go to jail for it, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. It's one of those things that you're not gonna if you someone's committed, they're gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Yep. The best back in the days was in Disneyland at the people mover. I can see that. That was That's just enough time. If, it, if me and Shay were in there yep. back in the day, yep. it would be just enough time for us to puff down a fucking joint to get to the other side. <laughs> I, th- I, think, I think that goes back to what we were saying yeah. earlier, too, of like, you know, uh, I was one of the main guys behind Cloud V, and mm-hmm. there was Cloud mm-hmm. 2.0 and Cloud V, and we won 12, 15 cannabis cups from 2012 to 14, 15. But That's awesome. long story short, like, I feel like, and I was talking, like, as we got older and matured, you know, we weren't enemies no more, and I, the other the other mm-hmm. person's in part, you know? Mm-hmm. And I sat down, I talked, I go, dude, me and you single-handedly pushed this industry to become dabbing and where it is and acceptable. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, bro, without our open wick technology, without G-Pen and Cloud and Cloud V, yeah. not everybody looked at torches and swings as, like, the devil. Nobody would dab, yeah. right? No, like, but yeah, oh hold on God. a second. We had this discussion earlier, yeah. though, too. As soon as, like, every fucking dork was like, oh, I'll sell weed now because there's no risk. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> It become this. less fun, right? Yeah. Then it was like, all right, wait. I sat down with the now attorney, what? and he's like, okay, so I can get you off of, you're going to get five charges. <laughs> Two, I can get you off. And it, I was you're like, all right, stay. how much time? He's like, three years, five years, and seven. And I was like, let's fucking go. <laughs> and the other partner's like, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm like, maybe you should take that department. Yeah. Go grab the fucking weed and run it for like, I'm going to hold tubes and fucking we'll blast it. Mm-hmm. And it was pancakes. We discussed that one too. Yeah. Yeah. We used yeah. to both make pancakes. Yeah. So <laughs> like I would kick out for four days. My family would leave. Mm-hmm. This is great. Cause I don't want, I don't want <laughs> to explode my family. Right? right. So right, they right. would go to grandma's house and be mm-hmm. safe. 
And then I would I would do production and whatever, and then there'd be pie dishes that have it looks like pancakes. Yeah, mm-hmm. making okay. batters. So my dad, my daughter would come home and she'd be like, "Daddy makes pancakes," and I was like, "What did you say?" Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Daddy makes pancakes. pancakes. You always make. There's always pancakes, pancakes everywhere. everywhere. And I just we I started laughing. He called and it. And the reason for that is, guys, um, back in the day, we used to uh, mm-hmm. use the pancake riddles. You know, yeah. the flat pan electric on has the temperature degree and you know we're using that to whip and batter and you know mm-hmm. good old days right and so we were talking about that on the drive up and like you know when the I had my, a different method but whatever oh you know <laughs> <laughs> the lick you know luke the brave story was you know i had to make his shatters too you know mm-hmm. i had to make mm-hmm. his batters and crumbles and so look at me at my parents side yard of the house and my family called it making pancakes too because they were on a pancake griddle that's yeah. what they were using to heat it up and warm it up and control the temperature so yeah that's that's, that's awesome. the story of making pancakes you know that's awesome yeah i mean uh, i remember me and my friends once we they got this idea of trying to make like our own resin and stuff like that so we would take oh uh, we would take we were trying to figure it out so we were like all right, we're going to take a splay, like an electrical splice box, yeah. put a cover, metal cover that can fit into it, a C-clamp, and then squeeze it as hard as we can and then throw it in the oven <laughs> to, like, eat it up. It did work a little did work a little bit, I will say, but it was it was it was nothing like like you guys were doing. We were we were trying to like mess around with it because like we never really heard what dabs were. Uh, I got one yeah, up back on the East Coast, it wasn't, older. yeah. yeah. I got, it's not I got really one up on you there. East Coast. So Yeah. yeah. We're from um, yeah. Long Island originally. Long Island. Hey, the movement's yeah. going on yeah. out there. It is, I know, yeah. Like, oh, New yeah, Jersey's definitely. popping off. Shout out New Jersey. New York's wreck now. New York. Yeah. Yes. They're doing their thing. When it's we cool to younger, see that. Though, it, was, it was different. Like, it was, for me at least, it was all like, don't do drugs, dare, all that, like, stuff. Yeah. So, like, I was I had, a dare kid. Uh, so, I was the same yeah. kid, too. So, yeah, then one day it's like, oh, wait, that's wrong. Let's uh, yeah. let's rethink that. Let's unlearn that. So it's been like cool for me, like getting into it because it's like different. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's yeah. I, I've broken down those stupid uh, opinions and shit that yeah. we were being nope. fed. You know what I mean? Got so yeah, definitely. It was like for me gro- growing up. All my friends, all my friends smoked and everything, but my dad, being the guy, the guy he is, convinced me because I had asthma and everything uh-huh. like that. Convinced me that not only did I have asthma, but I was allergic to smoke, and that yeah. if I smoked, that it was would, bad like, for you, right? That I would like die. Yeah, me too. All right, mm-hmm. so I haven't died yet, and yeah, like I haven't <laughs> died yet. So, so like, as I got I mean, older, I might wheeze a little, I but figured out. I was like, this motherfucker. I was like, he's my friends were always like, come on, dude, let's do it, let's do it, let's do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> peer pressure. That's how you did your first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. No, yeah, like it was. I was just. Uh, I was with my friends and like they they've they've always like like tried to peer pressure me and stuff like that. So one of them, my very first time, one of them had a uh, a vaporizer like like a G pen vaporizer. Oh, they were dope. like here, use this. And like it's not like smoking or all. How so old I, are you? Uh, Twenty six. Oh, you're a baby. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, we're young. I was like, vape? What? How yeah, like, <laughs> that was such a crazy story to me. That was your first time. Yeah. What? Oh shit! Like I just no. <laughs> first time for me, oddly enough, and I, the story I can't lie, so I have to tell the story. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is I was uh, with my neighbor. We're in a truck, and then the varsity cheerleader um, or senior cheerleader, whatever, shotguns it to me. I inhale. Mm-hmm. And then I thought it was the greatest thing in the world. And so, <laughs> yeah, you know, and then 
that was the way I smoked for a little while. Question: Did you guys get high the first time? Because what's that story like? Oh, the first time I smoked weed, I never oh, got yeah, high. Oh yeah, that's like, always like a recurring thing. Yeah, the or is that just to fuck. get you high? Like, is that just is that the whole? Oh, uh, I don't know. I was high as fuck. Yo, me too, dude. Yeah, I, I was, was high. high. Yeah, I was high. You've heard fuck. that though, right? Yeah. Like, yes, I've heard that from a lot of like, people, oh, and I, I don't get that. I smoked for the first time, and I never got high, and I'm like, no. No. What do you mean? No, no yeah, I, yeah I don't understand. I definitely that. felt something. Like, like, I definitely felt maybe it's because, like, people go, like, they don't know what it's like to feel high, so they can't really describe. But you feel different. Like, I mean, like, you gotta, you gotta know. Well, I got high for the first time by myself. <laughs> so I took yeah. my parents. I found my mom's little Altoid roach tin, right? You're a fucking, and like, so, anomaly, though, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably like, knew it was lemon cherry then, too, huh? Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was probably, like, some hash plant or some BCs for fucking Canada, but. Long story short, What's up with that one? I found the tin, hmm? smoking it, oh, this. and I'm like, it didn't work. Oh, this? I'm like, oh, it's yeah. not working because you know, your first time high, you the don't know how much to do, right? So From I them? kept going, 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 yeah. going. We haven't smoked it yet. My parents were coming yeah. home, so I was tripping. Yeah, like, fast, oh, yeah. God, they're going to be like, he's high. Yeah, we'll Pop it open? Okay. Out. Yeah, sorry, I want it. Yeah, it's one of the uh, seven ten. It's one of the seven ten uh, pre rolls. Oh, is that that one with the pasta in it? Yeah, it's the one with the pasta noodle in it. I've never seen one like in real life till now. I've seen like it, you know, online and shit. Like, oh, the pasta noodle, the pasta noodle. But yeah, (laughs) real life, you know. I dab some seven ten. You know, seven ten's a weird company. They're they're dope as fuck. Cause like uh, I literally popped up on them. At some pizza thing, oh, they're yeah, giving the away pizza, pizza and dabs, and I was like, "That's cool." Mm-hmm. I tried to get him to come to my show, and they're like, "Nah, we we only do our own events and our own things." And I was like, "They wanted yeah. to sponsor us. They just like kept yeah, we try to like, get them on. We will keep trying. We, 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 we try to get them on. We will keep trying to get them on because we think they're some awesome guys. But uh, they're, they're good guys. They're cool. They, they were gracious enough to sponsor us for a few That's episodes. Right. I Spire guys are dope too." And uh, yeah. we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do all we can with their products, and hopefully do some more work with them in yeah. the future. I follow mm-hmm. Sexual Chocolate. I think he does a lot of their like growing and breeding. <laughs> yeah, it's on, on it's oh, on yeah. the front of that bag it's on the front actually of the that bag. they gave yeah. us. Yeah. I was I was like, what is that? I didn't even sexual know. Chocolate. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know. That is fucking hilarious. Yeah. I like those. They they dated themselves with that comment right there. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys know what that's from? Mm-mm. You guys sexual. both look like you're not old enough to know that. No, I don't. It's okay. Probably not. Sexual Chocolate is from Coming to America. Eddie Murphy. Oh, coming oh, to America. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Sexual chocolate. Sexual chocolate. Sexual chocolate. chocolate. Oh my god. Why didn't I put that together? Okay. You're yeah, not that makes fucking sense. I, you're not I've seen though. that though. Sure, but not like not not like that. Like yeah. I've, I've yeah. seen it. Like my dad's watched it a few. Like I've seen that, but like, yeah. Oh my god. Like I, I used to love that movie. That's fucking I funny. I've seen that in forever. Huh. Oh. That's a great one. But uh, but yeah, you guys got a lighter? Yeah, of course. Here, here you go, Mike. There you Always. go. Thank you, thank you. Mikey likes it. <laughs> we were talking about that before. Yeah, we didn't get that one either. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's funny. But you know what's funny, though? It's like having, being able to, like, talk to people who have been in the game for so long and, like, get to just pick a little yeah. bit of your brain for, like, well, an hour was, like, is awesome. Two. So, like, I mean, that's pretty impressive. Um, I mean, come I, on. I just, my first Yeah, words, yeah, yeah. But know? still, it was one of those things that, like, I was like, wow, that's impressive. My, mine, my big cousin, uh, I would, I like, he's just, you know, you have your mm-hmm. big cousin that's always so, so cool. You go visit him. And then uh, Jimmy. And then um, um, he was sitting there and the other roommate comes in and goes, hey, let me borrow like 20 racks. And he goes, okay, cool. Hold on. He just goes, pulls that out of his pocket and goes, here, I got it. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like, I call him one day and um, I needed an eighth for a party. Mm-hmm. And I called him like three times in a row. For eights, yeah, and he came by and he goes here. Here's a uh, here's a, here's a quarter pound. 
mm. or here's a half pound egg, whatever you gave me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, 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 I don't want it. With Sold it all. It was great. Are you guys talking about the pre-roll? Yeah, there? we're just checking the genetics on this thing. Oh, what okay. are the genetics? Yeah. Cool. It's a 1.5 gram Funky Charm number seven with a 0.5 Grease Bucket number nine. So Rainbow Chips and Grease Monkey plus GMO and Banana Punch number nine. It's interesting how yeah. all of us will not really smoke the one that's pre-rolled, but we'll all smoke the one that like was rolled, rolled. Hmm. Well, I find I that always interesting. Shout yeah. out to 710 yeah. for having a reputation, right? So, oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. I mean, like, if you haven't tried it, then you got to try it. Mm-hmm. And if you have tried oh, it, no, yeah. it, you're going to try it again. So. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like a, a lot of kids and younger young guys in the industry, like, you'll see on, like, their Instagrams, they put their Instagram handle, then they have, like, 710 after it, like, to show, like, their, like, that's, support. like, their, like, support yeah. and, like, cannabis page or some something like oh. that. But half of them don't even know, like. Is there hash in there? Yeah, uh, 0.5. Yeah, here mm-hmm. hash. <laughs> yeah, I guess back to what you're saying, 710 stands for oil, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, 420, 710. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everything. Yeah. And like, uh, like, like, well, I think I like to touch on kind of what we were talking about before. Our buddies from Frozen are going to come out with one of these hash hole things. Oh, yeah? <laughs> oh. yeah. That's great. Oh. And they're doing, uh, they're doing, they're doing some crazy things. I don't even know if I can say it or not, but that's why I Probably not, Mike. You always get in trouble. I always get in trouble. I always get in trouble for saying that's something. That's where, like, in a few early. days, you're like, hey, uh, good publicity, what I bad said? publicity. Can you cut publicity. that out? <laughs> yeah, no, I just always get in trouble. But Frozen's got some stuff coming up there uh, right, in this yeah. trade show network. And they're also uh, winners of the cannabis, of the uh, Nothing But Fire mm-hmm. uh, Blue Flame Award or White Flame, or they won a bunch. That's so awesome. That's awesome. The network uh, event is coming up soon, right? April fifth and sixth. Yeah, load in is the fourth. Yeah. Okay, and it's the first of its kind in LA, right? Yes. I know yeah. we were talking about. Well, the pretty fourth. much ever because yeah. it's nothing has both sides of the of the you know. <laughs> yeah, so you know, first licensed cannabis trade show B two B. You know, like we said, the whole thing is to connect the dots, the retail mm-hmm. to the brands, and also get all the bud tenders and managers and buyers there because they're an extension <laughs> of the brands. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely the first of its kind. You know, it's in L.A. Rad, people can work half the day, most of the day, and show up mm-hmm. still, get a couple hours mm-hmm. in, make a couple laps. So, yeah, it's it's pretty rad, you know, just being in the back door. And, you know, this is, I feel like a lot of weed brands are in L.A. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so there's so many brands, so many brands out there. And I feel like what a lot of the older guys and the real pioneers in the industry do is that they they sit back and they kind of laugh seeing all their old strains <laughs> being rebranded as other things. Yeah, yeah. Shout Cheetah out piss? to, you know, Wonder Brett's got a lot of strains of his own. You know, a lot of these guys, you know, 710, look at mm-hmm. their yeah. genetics. We're just talking about sexual chocolate. I mean, that guy's mm-hmm. breeding everything right now, you mm-hmm. know? So yeah. a lot of these guys are about their craft and, you know, Genetics are everything. We were talking this earlier, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> shout out to like OG Kush, you know. I'm I'm working on a genetics program right now with some really heavy dudes that have been doing this since the late '80s and That's early awesome. '90s, and you know th- they pay homage to the real OG. You know, like the real yeah. OG was called Triangle, mm-hmm. and yep. you know that came from Florida, and you know, you know Matt from Gainesville and these guys were all blessed with these cuts over the years down the line, and yep. don't want to talk too much about it because their story still got to be curated, like of we're course. talking, but right. You know, Josh D really put this OG strain out there and really set light a fire of OG. Mm-hmm. OG's everywhere though, right? So Correct. it's in a lot right. of different genetics. And I feel like to really understand the story, these people have to come from the underground out. And I feel like mm-hmm. that's where it's, uh, you know, we're going to be telling the story soon. But 
like I said, a lot of these guys are from Florida. Shout out to Florida, you know, mm -hmm. down yeah. there. You can still go to prison for this shit. So Oh no, yeah, definitely. Those guys got a world. Yeah, yeah those guys get. those guys gotta kinda tastefully come out when mm -hmm. they think they can and say the right thing. So mm -hmm. you know You gotta well, do it smartly. You can't just come back just shout out into the open blindly and hope for the best. Exactly, you know. So we're doing it tastefully and you know, I've I'm I'm reaching out to all the right people and letting them know the story, you know, like story's been told a few times on the Adam Dunn show and you know, Crippy Christmas a couple years back, mm -hmm. I think 2017, 18 or something, but you know, the reality is, is this plant's going to talk to us. Like we circle back on what we talked about earlier, you know, mm -hmm. like yeah. these genetics all come full circle, you know, and mm -hmm. a lot of them are, you know, bred back into these other crosses 10, 20 years ago. And like you said, gen uh, like growers will see an Instagram and be like, dude, I know that strain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, that's a descendant of that same pistol structure, et cetera, you know, like, uh -huh. so yeah, I mean, homage to the industry, you know? Yeah, I feel like that's a common theme is just like paying homage to the OGs that like made the industry where it is today and are keeping it going. I feel like we need to, you know, remember them. I feel like it gets lost in translation lately, but the more we talk about it, I feel, you know, the more people will, will get it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Like uh, it's, it's, it's very easy for people of our generation and our age to forget where the cannabis industry was in the beginning before it was legalized and all the work and times that people could have died or been around thrown in jail for their almost like almost their entire lives that they put in all this groundwork <laughs> and legwork and really laid the foundation for this legal system that we can have today. I was mm -hmm. literally at the first protest. There was like yeah. 18 wow. of us. It was pathetic. Wow. It's crazy. I was 18. like, this sucks. We're never going to get all the fucking stoners to fucking unite. And then the next time there was a bunch and then Dr. Dina and like a bunch of people over there. Oh yeah, we oh, met yeah. her Dr. at, uh, Dina, we met her. at BizCon. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's awesome. We want to get her on the show. It was really cool to Mikey speak with her. Mikey can set that up for you. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of far. We might have to set up a studio, like not that far. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get her on eventually. Yeah, but yeah, it was really cool talking to her and like her story. And if anyone out there doesn't know who Dr. Dina is, she's the real Nancy Botwin. If you've watched Weeds, like her story is pretty fucking wild. Yeah. Uh, she's super knowledgeable. And also for me, cool too, because like women in the space. Of course. So that was, that yeah. was awesome. Power women. I mean, mm -hmm. I love it. Like a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of lady bosses out there. Oh, no. Yeah, definitely. Like we were. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, lady bosses. Mike's chick, you know, with just Jay. You know what I mean? Perfect example. Um, you know, Claudia and them at Holotips. She runs shit over there. You mm -hmm. know, there's a lot of like women in our industry and power to that. Yeah. You know? And events mm -hmm. also like uh, we went to uh, uh, Blunt Brunch in Vegas. This past, uh, during MJ BizCon and everything, we were there with uh, Andrew through Hayes and everything. We it did a live a, show. It was, it was a great event. It was great. There was like 300 women there. So awesome. It was pretty awesome to see like that community because like, I've never been in a, uh, an event like that before with like just surrounded by empowering people. So it was it's a cool a good vibe. Joint. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good Yeah. Well, it is yeah. pretty good. Yeah, this thing hits. And the pasta noodle is very interesting. I've really only seen that on like memes online. Yeah, no, no. They, they're they the one, only ones doing it, I think, right now. Hmm. Yeah, that's I mean, obviously, imitators always imitate, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely. <laughs> but that's just a form of flattery for them, huh? Mm -hmm. Of course, um, of course. Yeah. Definitely. I know you said you uh, you have like a yeah. big social media following right now. You're yeah. doing the influencer oh, yeah. you thing. How's that been going? Influencer. It's been good, uh, except uh, when I try to boost ads and stuff with <laughs> with Instagram, they don't like the weed ads so much. No, oh, we know, that, do yeah. not. It's you like know. our account too. Mm -hmm. It's like the shadow ban and shit. Yeah. Seeing the specific posts they fucking knock yeah. off or whatever. I got a couple tricks and I have some ways to reset some things. But um, yeah, you know, uh, being an influencer in cannabis, it's got its perks. Um, Mikey, no more ciggies. 
Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I was no. literally like, when is this over? I gotta go smoke a cigarette. Right? <laughs> Not a good thing. Dude, Andrew walked in here and gave us like the uh, like 10 minute mark. So Okay. Cool. Yeah. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah, I guess back to influencing, you know, like yeah. just being able to leverage my blue check mark. And, you know, I, I have some people underneath me that, you know, we do a lot of media push and um, part of a lot of different like social campaigns that are like influencer on the back end. And like, mm -hmm. there's a lot of like engagement. Uh, groups and stuff that I'm affiliated with. So okay. to drive traffic is important for brands, you know, yeah. definitely like I like to think that I can just step into a situation and like, I always like to be the underdog. I always like to be up against the wall. No, no. And Sometimes it's bro. I've been an underdog for a long time. It's nice to come up and be like, Hey, this is going to be fucking not underdog. It's great. Like, no, no. Step into that power, like, yo, I'm here. You know what? Yeah. It's crazy. It's because I this is my first event that I threw by myself, except mm -hmm. I had help from my uh, cousin Ian, um, Team Backwoods, and then um, he did all the design work and uh, helped with all the computer stuff and emailing, and then mm -hmm. um, my primo Jeff and uh, primo Jimmy, a couple people helped me out with, like, some of the back stuff, mm -hmm. but essentially I did it first one by myself everyone's doubting me um mm -hmm. the 91 club the vortex uh dan shout out to them shout, shout out, out to them dan the first had... time i i met him and had like walking through he's like had that look on his face like i don't know this kid i don't know if he's gonna do it erin <laughs> i fucking love you she's the best she uh she's she was technically my rep for them mm -hmm. and she was like give the kid a chance he's got energy and then mm -hmm. it ended up being one of the it was great it was that's great so party. awesome though like yeah. see all that work and like get that like feedback back like of damn I did this like when you well, said because like you have people telling you no and that fucking sucks you know no I think people saw the opportunity that Mike presented for everybody mm -hmm. and then I don't know yeah. if you know but like a lot of people followed suit at the same venue right yeah, and yeah, had yeah. really good shows too but yeah, I think mm -hmm. without somebody that's like hey look I'm gonna be a pioneer I'm gonna go out and do this yeah boom you I'm know well, it, it. it's also too it was one of those things that like it was different like I had Lambo in the front and a McLaren in the front. And mm -hmm. it was one of those things that he's looking at me like, you're going to do what here? <laughs> watch, mm -hmm. watch. And everyone's like, are you really going to be able to pull this off? Watch. Mm -hmm. yeah, and it watch just, me. that had a truck with the logos. As soon as you pull off the freeway, everyone's like, oh my God, I saw my logo. It was dope. But this, that. Mm -hmm. Shout out to the homie from Apple Monkey. Mm -hmm. Bizzle. That's a crazy brand too. Um, they do stuff with skateboarders. Uh, okay. Boo Johnson. Okay. That's Boo Johnson's. Yeah, movie. Boo. Yeah. So mm -hmm. shout out to Boo. Yeah, skate skateboarding here. Cool. Action Sports. You said. This was November. This is the last November. This one's yeah. gonna be 18th. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. but that's 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 way after this one. Mm -hmm. Except the only thing is the the after party. The after party is at yes. uh, Cork and always an Cork and Butter. I think it's called right. Cork and Butter. Cork yeah. and it's. That's always an important part of the process. John from <laughs> Mike, the after you party. Know where the party is. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, John from Cannabis Capital is not going to let you in unless you sign up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's a free party, but I mean, you still, it's a private party, right? Still got to sign up for it. Yeah, because right. the whole thing is, I guess, as soon as it's what we do, we got to be private. Mm -hmm. So that's what. Yeah, definitely. It's it's it's, it's always important to have that uh, privacy when uh, you're in, in, in these parties as well as not not just let everybody and anybody in. Well, the yeah, I mean, the other day at our venue where we're going to host the network show, who was there? Terrell Owens. So yeah, the, like the Terrell Owens and like yeah. all these athletes are there, like filming on podcasts and chilling. And mm -hmm. 
Mike's like, holy shit. I'm like, yeah, dude, this is like, this is the, the this is the, I guess what I'm getting at is the type of uh, event and venue that we're hosting this show at isn't yeah. just a place random, you know, ra- not a random spot, you know? Yeah, yeah. This is the spot that we're hosting in that. I think TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, they all do their social and like all their IG stuff there. Wiz yeah. Khalifa's mm-hmm. filmed a music video there. Stephen Marley, wow. Snoop Dogg. So- I mean, this facility is top notch. You know, mm-hmm. this is like, Wow, like people are going to come and be very impressed. It's not mm-hmm. going to be a, a venue where it's just a sash or, you know, so that's why we're trying we're, to go We're actually staying look. away from a sash is the big thing. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. Because that's what both my partners kept emphasizing. <laughs> yeah, but I think that like those events too, like the bigger, like more luxury type events is like what we need to see because it like breaks that stigma that people Let's don't go. necessarily like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we got a couple yeah. mansions. Let's throw some real... <laughs> I want some real classy shit. Yeah. yeah. Where everyone's got to dress up. That's the thing yeah. too is a lot mm-hmm. of stoners don't want to dress up. No. Like, you know, yeah. I don't know. It's, I, I feel like it's, it's to break that stoners, like, like couch potato image of yeah. like, I'm just in sweats all day and all this and all this stuff. It is that they, there is a very classy part to cannabis as well. Really funny. Cause like I have a friend in Alabama and Alabama's like, you know, horrible for weed and all that. Doggy boy, I'll tell you what. <laughs> and um, so it was just funny. She told me she went to her first dispensary in Vegas and she's like, it was a fucking experience. It was classy. It was like not. Which uh, one did she go to? Spirit Rhino. Shout out Spirit Rhino. I'm sponsored by them. I don't know. I'd have to, I'd have to hit her up and ask. I, I, I don't remember. Um, but it was just funny, like her reaction to it, like reaching out to us and whatever. Um, Turpin Warehouse. Shout out to C. <laughs> We got on the live out here. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're just doing a little social marketing. You of know? course. Yeah, Get you guys tagged up in that's, there and everything. That's just honestly like. Got to share the love, you the know? The social media part, Instagram, all that, That that's honestly like for us, it's like the worst prop part. That's the hardest part, I think. entire process. Yeah, I guess that's back to the social question you had. Like yeah. being an influencer is dope and all, but mm-hmm. like. Bro, you'll catch yourself at the market or Walmart or somewhere and you're doing something and some dude's like, I know you. And I'm like. I have no clue who you, you are. are. Yeah, he's That's like, I know weird. you, I know you, and I'm like, you. uh, hi, hey. <laughs> like, and so I don't know, like on my Instagram, I don't post my kid's face because I keep that private. That's my family. Yeah, you want to keep so because yeah. being an influencer, it's tough. Like when you're an influencer, you gotta live it. You can't be half in, half out. Yeah, it's full like uh, private. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I don't have a private Instagram. I got my open Instagram and my close f- friends. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know what I mean? So you have to live by that and. It's crazy, dude. Like, like I said, like I, I'm like the coolest person in real life. Like I'm way cooler in real life than I am on Instagram. So if you think that Instagram's cool, come find me, dog, because I'm way cooler. You know what I mean? And yeah, I feel like that's not the script for a lot of people out there that are influencers. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. the whole. That's the whole difference, you know. And like, like I, I'll go into. Like I don't even care about the blue check mark. I did it because to say I could do it. Right. Like I don't Give care. Give it to yourself. You, I don't care. Yeah. Pretty soon you guys are gonna be able to buy them. So True. it is oh, yeah. what it is, right? Pay for anything mm-hmm. But sooner or later. you know, just it does help. It does like like I could go text, I could go DM Kim Kardashian right now, and yeah. she'll see it because I'm verified. Mm. Yeah. So but there's perks to it. Hundred percent. There's a reason yeah. to do it. Hundred percent. Mm-hmm. I go. I could go leverage media with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can exactly. get Forbes. I can get Yahoo. I can get all these people to come public to my public uh, to my show. Yeah. So that's the leverage that you have to mm-hmm. use. Yeah. Like those are the tools we have to live by in this day and age. And it's just different because like I'm a homebody, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like I'm like, I like to be the behind the scenes guy. I don't like to be the front guy, but yeah. I know the front guy is what has to be done. 
Right. Yeah. Even like the podcast, like it wasn't something I necessarily thought I would be doing because it usually like I don't like being in front of the camera or like doing that kind yeah. of shit. Yeah. Like it's been weird, like starting to grow the social media because like you just have to put yourself out there. And like I'm listening to this, I'm like, oh, my voice sounds so weird. Well, but are do, people focusing on that? No, we're focusing on the content. You know what I mean? And just this week, we were all fighting about that because we got locked out of our, our Instagram for the network show. Oh, we no. literally Shit. got locked out of it. And my partner was trying to find the email and all this yeah. stuff. And I'm like, holy, like, dude, Shit. this is powerful. And Mike's mm-hmm. like, Shay needs to get on it. And we're all fighting. And then yeah. our other partner's like, it's not really that important. And, and, and then Mike's like, are you kidding me? Like, dude, I thought World War Three was happening over our Instagram. Instagram login, you know? And so the whole point is like, I don't live my life by it, but I have to live around it. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, I kind of jump in, jump out. It's a necessary evil. It is. Dude, some of the shit I do, you can't Instagram. Like, Mm. like, you know what I mean? Some of the stuff you, not not that it's not Instagrammable, it's just you can't properly be there and Instagram it. Yeah. Like, you're just not. And like, the hard thing too is like, Instagram, man, you got to be present in life. Like, I have a, a, a kid now, so, like, I'm trying to be more present, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. And when you Instagram, like, dude, you'll get home, you know, the first thing you do, I'm I'm, I'm a culprit of it. I'm, like, you're scrolling, yeah. scrolling, scrolling. Oh, yeah, just scrolling. fucking sitting there so, for, like, an hour, like, mm-hmm. just lost in the fucking abyss of yep, <laughs> what is yep. social media. All yep. of a sudden, you look up, and it's been 30, 45 minutes. Like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a balance, like, being present, but then also using, yeah. like, social media as a tool to build a network. Like, and Absolutely. And be able to use it to your advantage when it comes to, uh, you know, whatever you're using it for. But I think it's it's cool. We've met cool people through, through Instagram. It's definitely... Something that we have to do. That's how yeah. I met you guys. Yeah, oh, yeah. true that. Literally, yeah, through yeah. Inst- shout out through to Instagram. That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's how we met and connected with Seven Ten is through Instagram, and no one can deny the power that social media platforms have in growing a business that is based on so social. Yeah. So here's the deal. It's also you so. kids. At some point, I went to a party, and <sighs> I was there for a little bit, and all of a sudden, um, I was like, "Hey, my name is Mikey." Whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my, my little cousin, uh, Team Backwoods, he showed up and he's like, oh, we're nothing but fire. And he's like, oh, you're nothing but fire? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm still Mikey. Same guy was here for like an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But they all introduced themselves as their handles. Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, it was interesting. super interesting. And I was just like, in huh. that moment, I was like, oh, shit, I'm old. Like, I <laughs> this is old. a different time. Because like, yeah. like, that's, that's like, wow. like you said, you're in public and someone goes, I know you, I know like, you. You're like, who the, the hell, hell where, where do they know me from? And they're more likely to call you by like your Instagram handle or some shit than like your actual name. So before we close out here, do you guys have any yeah, shout outs? I know we've done remarks. a lot throughout the show, but anyone specifically you want to shout out? Um, Wonder Bread, Cali Kush Farms, Lumpies, uh, Kushko, Top Shelf, Bear Labs, Ted's Buds. All of the above. Um, Spire, <laughs> Blade 9, All Jump In Already, uh, Turbine Warehouse, Toasty. That I was guess, awesome. I guess really, guys, just hit the network, show.co. You'll see all the popping brands there. And where I mean, can we find you on social media? Social media, yeah. we're at network underscore show. Uh, I go by Shay Ryan with five N's, N-N-N-N. Okay. I'm at Ronin Extracts, R-O-N-I-N-E-X-T-R-A-C-T-S. And okay, then cool. nothing dot but dot fire. 
awesome. awesome. That's great. Also, yeah. check us out at uh, Behind the Leaf Pod. We have a QR code for 710 Labs if you want to get some updates yeah. about them. So their please green check room. out their check link. Out. Sign up for their green room. Thank you to all of our sponsors again. Stay happy, healthy, and high out Kushko. there, guys. And see you next Sunday. Thank next you week. guys for having us. Thank Appreciate you so you guys. much. Thank you for being on. Thank you. You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio.